This is the Jason Chills Podcast. How fast do you think you should be going around a roundabout? Depends how big the roundabout is. Okay, let's so talk about the one. the size of Australia, I'd probably sit at 100 k's. The one, what roundabout have you seen that is half the size of Australia? Yeah, exactly. The built, one that's be. up near Elston Park, where the three petrol stations are, how fast would you hit that? Oh, it's a 60 kilometre. That, that roundabout's sort of like a chicane <laughs> in, on a racetrack. Like, <laughs> you know, you just, you just do, do, do it. Okay, that's not what you're supposed to do, but yes, it is very much like that if you've got the clear <laughs> but way. But let's be honest, you should probably go, what, 30 k's an hour? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. So uh, I I read an article uh, in the Daily Liberal about a roundabout over um, on St. Andrew's Drive and Cypress Point Drive, right? Mm-hmm. This is over west. And about a roundabout that's over there where people are actually hitting this roundabout at maximum speeds of about 99 kilometres. What? Yeah. Well, now, can it, block? It is different. <laughs> can block. Yeah, I know yeah. can block is. <laughs> It is a little bit different to the one that's up on Cobra Street. Uh, it is it is one of those ones, like, you know those roundabouts that are a little bit smaller in the middle of the road, so you can just go Like a chicane. It's like yeah. a chicane <laughs> around it. Straight through it. But they've done some um, studies on it, um, and apparently, uh, yeah, people are driving that fast through that roundabout. The reason why this has been sparked, because residents are had gut of it, they're sick of it, <laughs> they're sick of people hooning through their roundabout. Sick of it. Yeah. Um, but then I was like, geez, who's hitting roundabouts at 99 kilometres? You yeah. know what? Whoever designed a roundabout and named it, mm. genius. Like, a roundabout, it's, it's, what I like about a roundabout, it's not pretending to be something it's not. Yeah, you're right. It, it's just a roundabout, the name of it implies exactly what you have to do on it. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's very obvious. That is very true. And the way that they work, yeah, it's genius. genius. Everyone yeah. has to give way to the right. Yeah, I prefer roundabouts than, than traffic, traffic lights. lights. So do I. But, uh, but then there's a lot of people that don't know how to use roundabouts. Well, obviously like apparently- they're going 99 k's an hour through one. So. <laughs> no, I mean they don't know how to navigate around it or how the lanes work. You know, they're not yeah, working yeah. it out. Do you indicate out of roundabouts? I do. I don't. Oh, so you're I, the reason why there's accidents on roundabouts. Well, no, well, I've never yes, an I'm blaming on you a, on a roundabout. You don't know that because you're already through and you don't know what happened behind <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs> so, like, I didn't need to go spin out. <laughs> but, like, in Queensland, it's not a big deal. People don't get pulled up for it. Um, so I'm from Queensland, obviously. I've lived yeah. there my whole life. This is mm. the first time I've lived in New South Wales. Yep. And I, it's the fir- one of the first things I noticed coming here. Everyone indicates out of yeah. roundabouts. It says on the which roundabout great, on the sign. Which you should indicate- do. We well, should do. But when you come from somewhere that doesn't do it often. Yeah, you're not used like to I'm it. Like I'm not used to it. I'm trying to do it. Should revoke your licence. We should make you do the test Still again. Still got a Queensland licence. We should make so. you do a New South Wales test. They're the same. I'm sure the road rules are very I'm pretty similar. Sure. Well, apart obviously, from they're not. A, if you know, a roundabout. I still think you should. Hey, at least the whole Queenslanders thing. aren't going 99 k's through one. <laughs> you don't know that. No, I don't. I've got no proof at all. <laughs> Jace, Jace, and Jules. Now, for those that don't know, Teresa Palmer, she is an Australian actress mm-hmm. born in Adelaide. What has she done before? Uh, Point Break, the the new Point Break, 2015 version Point Break. Okay. Um, <laughs> she did Triple Nine. Uh huh. Have you, have you seen Triple Nine? No, it's I all haven't. About drug dealers and and cops and no, pretty hectic. Uh, and but she's in a new movie with Mel Gibson called Hacksaw Ridge. Okay. Now I love how she got this part in this movie because we know I, I explained a couple of weeks ago that I lied to get this job yep. of how much experience I had had. Mm-hmm. But 
she sent her audition tape shot on her iPhone to Mel Gibson. Yeah. Uh, to get this this part in this movie. Okay. And didn't think anything of it, just forgot about it. And she got a call from her agent being like, mate, you've got a conf- you've got a call with Mel Gibson, Skype right now. Now he's been waiting for you for 40 minutes. Where are you? And she was like, oh, whoa. Okay, I don't know anything about this. Anyway. About the role? About, no, about even the oh. interview. She didn't know she was getting interviewed okay, or anything yeah, yeah. for it. And eventually after fumbling around with her phones and her computers and stuff, she finally got onto Mel Gibson and he just started just question after question <gasps> about the role. Yeah. She admitted that she actually hadn't read the script. She had knew nothing about the character. So she, she was applying so for a role that she knew nothing, nothing about. about. Yeah, okay. And Mel Gibson's like, tell me about the character, how do you connect, blah, blah, blah. And she said, I literally winged it. I didn't know what to do, so I just said things like, she's layered and she's complex and she's vulnerable, which I connect with. I can be vulnerable. I can do all this. Yeah. Just made words up. Yeah. Mel Gibson was like, you're right. You absolutely <laughs> know this character. This is you. Flicky. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. gave her the role. Of, of this, that. Of this character in Hacksaw Ridge. Just wow. Yeah. And like, it just made me think, like, how many times have you had to bluff your way into things? Like, I... Uh, <laughs> Like a year ago, I bluffed my way into the musical Cats. Yeah, okay, why? Yeah. You, oh, you was, didn't have tickets? I didn't have tickets. Yeah. Uh, I got dared out. to try and get in. Oh, right. And so I went up to the concierge desk, the box office or whatever, yeah. and I just said, hey, uh, there should be some tickets uh, here for me. She goes, what's your name? And I said, actually, it'll be under the name Alison, uh, the girl at the front, uh, promoing and stuff. She said there'll be tickets under your, under her name for me. And the lady was like, um... Okay, checked Allison. No tickets. There, wasn't there was even no Allison, Allison name. Okay, you don't, you don't even know an Allison. I don't even know. I just made yeah. it up. And she goes, "Give me two seconds." Walked out the back. Spoke to her superior. Yeah. Came back out and she goes, "Who did you say it was?" I said, "Allison, the girl at the front." She said, "Come up here. There's tickets." Um, she was promoing the event or something like you need people to come in. Yeah. And I just made words up. And she and the the supervisor was just like. Okay, cool. Um, give me two seconds. Walk back out the back again. Two minutes later, came back out with a double pass. Gave it to what? Me. Just and he got it in. I got into cats. <laughs> Best musical I've ever seen, by the way. Too, it was amazing. Oh, I heard it's really so, great. Yeah. Jeez, you did bluff your like, way through yeah, that. I, I, I actually didn't expect it to work. See, odd crumble. If I oh. if I was put on the spot, I'd be like, no, I'm lying. It's I'm joking. It's like there's nothing, no, and I'd walk away. You just have to be very confident and very <laughs> just. Details aren't important. Just get a few little details yeah. and just wash over them real quickly. Hey, okay. But like, Alison, she was at the front. She was just trying to promo the event, but she just gave me tickets. Like, you know, she just come, told me to come get them. Is, I didn't even know an Alison. Like, is anything real in your life? Very little. <laughs> just, Very little. How is real. are you getting? You're bluffing your way through life. <laughs> through life yeah. Star FM's Jason Jules. I came across this uh, really cool study last night while I was lying in bed. Okay. You know, when you're trying to get to sleep yeah, and you've yeah, got yeah. your phone and you just, you know, filtering through everything that's going on around the world. Anyway, really interesting. Uh, apparently, um, the f- underwear that you wear on your first date reveals a lot about you. Yeah, of course it does. And like, It even reveals what your um, predictions are for the night, for instance, yeah, as well, yeah. too. Well, that's the only bit I was talking about. But the reason why they're saying that it does, like, it does... Uh, you know, tell us so much about you is because it's something that you don't reveal to the world. It's something that's hidden underneath your clothing. Yeah, yeah, no, majority of times. A lot of people don't see. Yeah, that. exactly. That's why you can tell so much about a person by their underwear that yeah. they wear. So a couple of things that I highlighted in this study um, is the thong, okay? Yeah. It means that you're direct. 
uh, you're to the point and you can't be bothered with any extra frills in life. Like, you know, just all those extra little add-ons. So it's not just um, what you expect for the night, but your general personality yeah, ex- and stuff. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, also, too, um, lacy briefs. You're a traditional soul and, like, structure, but that doesn't mean you don't have the time for the flirty thing. Right. So, you, know, you know, I think I can tell anyone's type of underwear that they're wearing just by their voice and what they do as for a living. Go away. Okay, okay I could pick yours right now. Do you oh. want me to? <laughs> no, I don't. Wait, I just have to check. All right, what? Well. I think you've got boring, no pattern, <laughs> no no pattern, just general undies. Like, just no pattern, boring, uh, cotton maybe. What, is like, this because Elliot's not, like... No, well, yeah, because you got no okay. one to impress. So, like, <laughs> while he's not here, so it's, you don't need anything out there. You know what? Am I right? You're 85%, I'll say 90% right. Oh, they yeah. they are they do have dots on them. You said there was no pattern. There uh, is a pattern, okay. but they are just plain boring. Okay. You know what? 13, 12, 16, give us a call. I bet <gasps> you I can guess what underwear you're yes. wearing right now oh. <laughs> just by your voice and what you do. <laughs> 13, 12, 16, <laughs> if you're game. Star FM's Jace and Jules. Jules, I've just made the claim that I can tell what underwear people are wearing just by what they do and how their voice sounds. Now we've got Shane on 13, 12, 16. How are you, mate? Oh, not much. Just cooking up a few burgers, mate, listening to you, guessing about people's underwear. <laughs> I love it. What Some are you... of the strange things of the morning. Okay, Shane, just judging by your voice, um, I need to know what you do for a living. I have the canteen at the abattoir. Canteen at the abattoir. Yeah. Mm. All right. Okay. Now, what, are you, what are you thinking? Okay, I'm thinking... Now, Shane, don't correct me just yet. I just have to have a little bit of thought through this first. But I'm thinking boxes. I'm thinking he's a boxer guy. Okay. Do I get a guess at this or do we oh, just... Oh, yeah, yeah, if you want. You can you can have a go. I reckon those, like, boy leg briefs, like the, the guys wear. The, what are they called? Um, briefs. Yeah, just, briefs. just the briefs. Yeah, yeah I reckon okay. briefs. Okay. You want to lock that in? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I... You're you know saying what? I'm, I'm going to go boxes, but I'm going to go, like, uh, how do I say free balling? Boxes. <laughs> Like <laughs> loose boxes. Loose boxes. Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> okay. Shane, Shane, am I right? No, Jules is right. Jules is right. Jeez, if you want to be so good at this. <laughs> oh, I tried. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Shane. Thanks so much for your call, Shane. Bye. See ya. Bye. Let's go to Mandy. Mandy, what do you do for a living? Uh, I'm a waitress. A waitress. Yep. Uh, okay. Do a you... sexy waitress or just a regular <laughs> Jeez, waitress? I'm right. Is that too forward? Probably. Um, uh, maybe my husband might say sexy waitress, oh, but I think oh, everyone okay. else would say just normal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, Jules, do you want to have the first guess? Yeah. Do you want me to give you a little clue? Just a tiny one? Uh, that'd be great. I'm not working today. Oh. Okay. Now, okay, well, this doesn't lead me anywhere <laughs> oh, because I think if you're working, you'd wear sexier underwear. <laughs> but if you weren't working, you'd wear, now, like, the at-home underwear. I reckon that you're wearing, like, those boy leg briefs. No, you're wrong. Okay. Oh, right. okay, well, I guess. Um, I'm going to say it. G-string. It is. You're right. What? You wear, you wear G-strings around the house when you're not... Well, I'm not, I'm not around the house. I'm about to head out. Oh. Okay, all right. So okay. I'm wearing jeans and I, and I never wear full briefs with jeans yeah. because I feel like it's, it's uncomfortable. So yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. Well, you know, 
that's nice that we're thinking of you like that now. <laughs> I, I don't even know what you look like and I have your ass in my head. I thought they're never going to guess the colour because it's like they've got purple and like a bit of lace and it's, they're very complicated. So <laughs> I I like, they're definitely not going to get it. All right, uh, double on the sensuous, you hear that? <laughs> if you see Mandy out. <laughs> Thanks so much, Mandy. No worries, guys. Now we've got Dale on 13, 12, 16. How are you, mate? Good, mate. How are you guys? Good. Let's try and guess what type of underwear you're wearing. Yeah, good luck to you. <laughs> Which is obviously why you're called. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Now, can you just tell me a little bit about what you do, Dale? I'm a tradie. I'm a plumber. Okay. Now, I always think tradies, I think they go classic jocks. Okay. I don't think they're a brief sort of person. Okay. But I could be wrong. What do you think, Jules? I reckon. <laughs> I don't know why this popped into my head when you said plumber, but I reckon no underwear at all. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> Free balling. Yeah, every day. <laughs> Free ball. That's what he called. You just wanted. You just wanted to let Dumber and the Central West know. I didn't you? think you'd get it, but good job. <laughs> See, so it's true. You can guess what kind of underwear or no underwear someone wears by their voice. We're good, Jules. Love it. Thanks so much. See you guys. Jace, Jace, and Jules. Jules, we were walking down Macquarie Street towards the Church Street Rotunda the other day, mm-hmm. and we walked past this busker. His name was Noah Doran. Yeah. He was so good. We just had to stop him mid-song. Yeah. And ask him if he was willing to... We're all rude. We don't care. (laughs) (laughs) He was so nice, though. He's like, no, 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 it's totally okay. Yeah, we've asked him to come in. So he he joins us this morning. How are you, mate? Um, I'm good. How are you? Yeah, you're actually a Willow boy. Yes. Yeah? Grew up there? Born and raised. And now you live in Dubbo? Living in Dubbo now. How long have you been busking for? Um, I really started busking probably this year. And late last year, just to make some extra money on the side. How much money do you make? Oh, uh, <laughs> Jules. Okay, sorry, no, Come I just... Why has this been You can't bust. <laughs> You've got no musical talent. I just <laughs> wondered whether or not no, if probably, I got Probably tax-free, tax-free on a good day. <laughs> I might... About four hours, I might make a hundred bucks. Awesome. Oh, cool. That's awesome. Especially when you're doing something you love, too. Yeah, that's like making music about it. And how many songs would you perform in a day? Of busking. In a day of busking. Oh, it really depends. See, sometimes I might take songs that I'm no good at. Yeah. And nobody stays for more than, like, ten minutes, so you just sing them on a loop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. so true. One except through for the, ten. Except for the shops that yeah. can hear you and they yeah. hear you sing the I actually same thought thing. about that today because I was busking before I come here. I thought, oh, I wonder if these shopkeepers are getting sick of me singing <laughs> the same thing over and over. And how long have you been uh, playing music for? Um, I think I really started playing guitar when I was about 13. Yeah. And um, singing around the same sort of area. It wasn't much like a talent quest at my school here and there, and that was about it. And then I started actually picking it up and having a go. Yeah, cool. And okay. your dad gave you the guitar? Yeah, um, mum bought the guitar for dad 17 years ago, something like that. Yeah. So a um, bit of a sentimental guitar more than a value guitar. Yeah. It's, it's a nice. Like Mayton, so, I've always wanted a Mayton. Yeah, okay. I don't, I don't know much about guitars, guitar. but um, now, so your dad was obviously the one he taught you how to play? Um, yeah, he, he pretty much showed me the ropes in that area until, um, yeah. You got he, better he, than he him? He thinks I surpassed him now. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah. What was he like? Was he hard on you? Like, was he getting frustrated or was he really patient? Oh, I don't think he, I, I was pretty blessed. Like, I was pretty lucky that I could pick it up and I had half an idea of what I was doing, so he wasn't too worried. He just let me go at it at my own pace. Yep. Yeah, cool. Beautiful. And what uh, song are you going to play for us today? Um, it's a song by Disclosure called Latch. Yeah, oh, awesome. awesome. Cool. Oh, well, take it away. Right. You lift my heart up when the rest of me is down. 
you You enchant me Even when you're not around And if there are boundaries I will try to knock them down I'm latching on, babe Now I know what I have found I think we're close enough Can I lock in your love? I think we're close enough Can I lock in your love? Now I've got you in my space I won't let go of you I got you shackled in my embrace I'm latching onto you And now I've got you in my space I won't let go of you I got you shackled in my embrace I'm latching onto you I'm so encaptured, you got me wrapped up in your touch Feel so enamored, hold me tight within your clutch And how do you do it? You got me losing every breath What did you give me to make my heart beat out my chest? I think we're close enough Can I lock in your love? I think we're close enough I wanna lock in your love And now I've got you in my space I won't let go of you I got you shackled in my embrace I'm latching onto you I've got you in my space I won't let go of you I got you shackled in my embrace I'm latching onto you Well done, man. Noah Doring covering Latch by Disclosure on Star from Stripped Back. Mate, where can people head if they want to see more of you? Um... Well, most Thursdays, Tuesdays nights at the Old Bank. I'm there pretty much every Tuesday night. And Thursday nights at the Castle Ray for Gem Night. Yeah, so tonight? You're going to be playing tonight? Yeah. Yeah, yeah awesome. Well, head along to the Castle Ray. See Noah Doran live at the Castle Ray tonight, Jam Night. Uh, otherwise, go to starfm.com.au. We'll throw that video up online and uh, people can have a listen and check it out. Thanks for coming in, man. No, thank you. Star FM's Jason Jules. Every time uh, I seem to go through the news. Malaysia stands out to me now because I'm going to Malaysia. I have just read this story that Malaysians are renaming the hot dog because there's no dog meat in it. What? What (laughs) They're renaming the hot dog because Because it it does not contain any dog meat, so it shouldn't be called hot dog. But it's, it's, it's it's a... It's been a staple for I know. years and years. I understand that. Um, however, they believe that it should be called a pretzel sausage. Now, I don't know where the pretzel comes into it because talking- when we think about the hot dog, it, there's no pretzel involved. There's a sausage involved. in a bun. But they, I don't know whether they call. They said that the Frankfurt wrapped in a pretzel. It's wrapped in a pretzel, so they must have different hot dogs over there. Yeah. What? Yeah. I don't so, know, but I'm gonna uh, try one. Those big pretzels that Americans have. Yeah. They're um, 
There's like a hard bread, bread. aren't they? Yeah. yeah. So that's why they're saying a pretzel sausage. And you reckon that's sausage. what they're wrapping their sausages yes. in? Yes, yeah. Uh, so they're going to change it to the pretzel sausage. Kind of doesn't have the same ring to it. You no. know, oh, I'm not, I wouldn't even buy one. If I heard that, I wouldn't buy one. Imagine being at a baseball game, you're like, you know, and the guy's like, hot dog, yeah. hot dog. And he's like, pretzel, pretzel sausages. sausage. Pretzel sausages. <laughs> Come get your pretzel sausage. Why is he doing an American accent? I don't know. He's in Malaysia. <laughs> get up with Jason Jules. Weekdays from 6 on 93.5 Star, Star FM. FM.